Mindset Ups and Downs. This is Dave here, continuing the read of the Obesity Code. The discovery of Lipton provoked tremendous excitement within the pharmaceutical and scientific communities. There was a sense that the obesity gene had a long that had obesity gene had at long last been found. However, while it played a crucial role in these rare cases of massive obesity, it was still to be determined whether it played any role in common humanity, excuse me, in common obesity. Exogenous Lipton was administered to patients in escalating doses, and we watched with breathless anticipation as the patients did not lose any weight. Study after study confirmed this crushing disappointment. The vast majority of obese people are not deficient in Lipton. Their Lipton levels are high, not low, but these high levels did not produce the desired effect of lowering body fatness. Obesity is a state of Lipton resistance. Lipton is one of the primary hormones involved in weight regulation in the normal state. However, in obesity, it is a secondary hormone because it fails the casualty test. Given Lipton doesn't make people thin, human obesity is a disease of, disease of Lipton resistance, not Lipton deficiency. This leaves us with a much the same question that we had began with. What causes Lipton resistant? What causes obesity? <clears throat> Chapter 3, excuse me. A New Hope. The caloric reduction theory of obesity was useful as a half-built bridge. Studies repeatedly proved it did not lead to permanent weight loss. Either the eat less, move more strategy was ineffective or patients were not following it. Healthcare professionals could not abandon the calorie model. So what was left to do? Blame the patient, of course. Doctors and dietitians berated, ridiculed, belittled, and re reprimanded. They were drawn irresistibly to caloric reduction because it transformed obesity from their failure to understand it into our lack of willpower and or, or our laziness. But the truth cannot be suppressed indefinitely. The caloric reduction model was just wrong. It didn't work. Excess calories did not cause obesity, so reduced calories could not cure it. Lack of exercise did not cause obesity, so increased exercise could not cure it. The false gods of the caloric religion had been exposed as charlatans. Charlatans. From those ashes, we can now begin a, to build a newer, more robust theory of obesity and with greater understanding of weight gain. We have a new hope that we can develop more rational, successful treatments. Well, I surely disagree with this book because I just had Chipotle. And I'm stuffed. And it was a, a big bowl. So I'm not sure about this book. About increasing, decreasing, movement, movement, no movement. I'm going to go with my belief is that calorie reduction does lose weight. Moving more does lose weight. Eating more causes weight gain. 
eating less causes weight less. Weight lost. That's just my opinion. But we'll still re- dig deeper in the book and figure out what's going on here. <clears throat> Today's push-up count is 200. And uh, kettlebell swing so far today is 30. I got a few more to do before I go to bed. Anyway, I'm going to rush to do this tonight, so I'm going to get off here because I got lots of things to do tonight. But I want to get in here and read the obesity code and just talk a little bit. Remember, do a push up a day and you will get better every day. This is Dave signing out. We'll talk tomorrow.